0: Hello God's people, it's another wonderful time to share the word of life with you. As we will be borrowing from the perspective of God in all things. Borrowing from the perspective of God in all things. Welcome to a fresh episode. A continuation of the last episode where we discussed God's perspective on attitude. God's perspective on attitude. We can tag this to be... Um, the part B of that episode. I will literally call this episode God's Perspective on Attitude, part B. On this episode, we are going to be looking very strictly into that attitude, one attitude that God expects from us, humility. One attitude God expects from us, humility. Humility. The same attitude Jesus Christ came to the world to demonstrate to us. He came to demonstrate this attitude to us so that we can learn how God wants us to relate with him. We tried in the past. The law was given to man to help man. But the flesh in man could not, would not allow the law to fulfill that purpose. And so Jesus came, sent by God the Father. To demonstrate this attitude, one just one attitude, humility, to all men. He fulfilled the law. He brought us to a place where we can now stand right before God. And that same attitude that gave us that victory, that same attitude that presented us before the Father, acceptable, approved before Him in Christ Jesus, that same attitude is needed to help us get our souls saved and our body will follow suit. Our soul will be saved as we continually present ourselves to God and as we continually live on earth in relationship to the all of creation in this attitude fulfilling destiny, fulfilling the purpose for which God placed us here. So, one attitude, humility, is the order of the day and that is what we are here to talk about. First of all, if we go back a little bit into the word human being and the same word humility, these are two different words that have the same root. These words have the same root. They both come from the root word called humus. Humus. Umas means the soil. It means the ground. It means the soil. Now man has been placed in this state. Remember when God breathed into man, breathed into the nostrils of man. The Bible said God made man from the ground, from the dust. He molded him and breathed into him the breath of life. The Bible said and man became a living soul. A living soul. Remember, two things made up man the breath and the soil from which man was molded. God used his hand and also used his breath to make up man. Every other thing God created, he called them forth. Let me say that again. Every other thing God created, he called them forth. He spoke to the tree, come from the ground. He spoke to the ground, come from the water. The animals, they came, he spoke to them. But only man, God molded with his hands and put the breath of life into his nostrils. So man became a living soul. That's why man is special in the hand of God. That's the reason God made man the head of all that he created. That's our purpose here. Because God wants to continue his rule as the king over all things on earth. The earth is an extension of his kingdom which he puts man in charge to rule for him. So man must be in tandem with God. Man must be in sync with God. Man must be in alignment with God. Now, at the fall, what brought the fall is that man decided he wanted to be wise as God. He started to compare himself to God. Man needed not to compare himself to anything. That's why the Bible says they are not wise. Those who compare themselves to themselves, they are not wise. It's not heavenly wisdom at all to compare yourself to another thing or compare yourself to now make it worse. You compare yourself to the almighty creator of all things, our father, our God, our source and our sustainer. It's an aberration. It's an abomination. God will never condone such. He never wanted us to compare ourselves with ourselves, not to talk of comparing ourselves to God. He just wanted us to live in that dimension of God that we had so that we can fulfill the purpose for which He has created us. But we made a mess of the whole thing. We compared ourselves with desire to be wise, even though we were wise, we were like God. We desired, we, we passed our boundary, we went too much about it, about wanting to look for wisdom. Wisdom. And we were relegated we lost the life that we carried, which was from God, the zoe, the life of God. We lost it in the garden. God had to speak to us from the dust you came, you will go back to the dust. You will go back to the dust. Man began to live on a level or man began to act in a mentality that is a little lower than what God intended. Man began to borrow wisdom and began to borrow perspective from the physical things that could be seen what was meant to rule over what he was meant to to conduct in such a way that would bring praise and glory to God man began to learn wisdom from the physical thing from every other thing that was created look at it man was created to be aired over that man was created to take instruction from God only and be able to administer it bringing praise and honor to God as he rules over all things that was created but now man desired beyond his boundary he's designing wisdom which he carried which god has made him he doubted what god has done he did not believe in god he decided to be independent of god because he discovered the power of choice in him so man had gone his own way that is the fall man decided to rule by himself man has been devalued man now began to see things from the perspective of what is created instead of him to administer the rule of the Father over what is created. Man now pick his perspective from what is created to prove or to show himself to be wise. We cannot prove anything to God. Man is not created to prove to God. Man is created to obey God, to follow God, to be the physical representation of his kingdom of his mind, of his heart, of his power, of his wisdom, of his kingdom. Here on earth. But now man is trying and tussling with God. You cannot prove any point to the one who created you. So man has been devalued. Man has belittled himself. Man has sank. He fell to a level that is below what God intended. And so man began to operate in such a level that we take wisdom and instruction from the physical thing. Instead of receiving instruction from the God Almighty, our Father, we lost the communication. We were cut off. We became lost. Death placed us under His bondage. We were afraid. We were not bold anymore. And so Jesus Christ came, gave us The righteousness that we needed, that only God approved. The righteousness that God approved, the right standing that God approved was in Christ Jesus. So now we've received Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit that placed us back in the family of God, that adopted us into the family of God again, was placed in us as an evidence, as a deposit of the things to come. Mm, Note that. The Holy Spirit becomes the deposit of the things to come. The deposit of the assurance of our salvation, of our total redemption. The deposit of our redemption, the end product. The deposit of the end product was placed within us. So that it can bring us to that place where God intended in the first place. The total redemption of our spirit, our soul, and our body. And so... Having been placed on earth after we receive Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, we are allowed, we are saddled with a work to do. You don't walk to gain salvation, but you walk when you your spirit is redeemed. You do not walk to have the grace of God, but the grace of God has been delivered into our end so that we can walk what work, walk? good works, what good works our soul might be redeemed. Our body might be redeemed. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now we have become co-worker, co-laborer, co-worker with God. We are His workmanship, God's skill to bring about His purpose and His plan. Our soul must be redeemed. Our body must be redeemed. For our soul to be redeemed, we have to constantly, just like I said in the last episode, we have to constantly lay down our will. Man now has the knowledge of good and evil. Remember, in the garden, there were two major trees that was placed there. The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and of evil. Man did not decide to go and pick from the tree of life. Man decided to go and eat from the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Man picked up that knowledge. Man now has the knowledge of good and evil. That means man cannot do good only. Uh, For every good man thinks he's doing, it will be regarded as evil because man carries the knowledge of good and evil. More understanding about that, is in my book, which I titled The Righteousness of Faith. I'm not talking about that right now, but I'm talking about the attitude which has been given to us. The attitude which Jesus has come to teach us so that we can live and fulfill his purpose here on earth. Our soul will be redeemed, our body will be redeemed we will be like Christ and when he appear we will know that we've lived like him here on earth and God will be pleased with us that was his intention and that will forever be his intention for man that God is pleased with man the last episode there was a passage this same passage we will still dwell on in this episode and it's taken from the book of Philippians chapter 2 we will read from verse 5 Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5 Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5. I read, Let this mind be in you, which all was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no repetition, taking the form of a bond servant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. And many points I would like to take out of this passage. The first point is this. Let this mind be in you. I said, we have been left here on earth so that our soul might be redeemed. How do we go about that? We have received grace to walk, walk out, to do the work of our salvation. How do we do that? We will continually lay down our will. That his will may find expression. His will must become our will. His will must become our will. That's why he's saying, Let this mind, let this perspective, let this attitude be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let it be in you. You have to be intentional about it. You have to allow these thoughts to be in you. You have to allow this mentality, this mindset to be your new mindset. Remember, in the last episode, we talked about perspective. We talked about mindset. Mindset. That is attitude. Attitude is mindset. The way you have processed it, the way you have decided this, how I'm going to be acting and relating to situation and circumstance or even to, to people. Your mind is set already based on some principles. I know Jesus is telling you now, let your mindset be this mindset. Based on this principle. What is the principle? He does not consider equality with God. He did not consider equality with God. Rather, he took a place. That place is the second point I want to pay attention to. He took a place. The place of human being. The human form. The likeness of man. Not the likeness of God. Because for you to come back to the likeness of God, you have to accept the likeness of man, which we now have. The degenerated state of our soul. They state that we now carry the knowledge of good and of evil. That no good thing can come out of us. It will be seen as evil. There's no good thing we'll try to do. Evil will be there to show forth itself. And which is not acceptable to God. And so God wants you to be able to do good only. Do good works only. We have to recognize the place we are. That state. That human likeness. Lay it down. Lay our will down. Lay our power down. Lay uh, The power of choice that we have. We lay it down. The power to decide I'm independent of God. Lay it down and say, Father, I want to be dependent on you. I look to you only. We have to be able to lay that down and take up the likeness of God. The likeness of God. Recognizing who you are. Recognizing your state. The low state we have as human beings so that we can become a living soul again you must recognize the state you are right now as a human being so that you can become a living soul again he took up the form of a bond servant also called becoming like man that's verse 8 now he said and being found in appearance as a man he was found in appearance as a man he came low. He humbled himself. Being found in appearance as a man. Remember in the beginning I said there are two words come from humus. Humility and the word human being comes from humus. They are from the same root word called humus, meaning the ground. Man must first of all recognize that there is no wisdom that is above God. There is nothing you need to gain called wisdom which will make you look like God. You have it already, so we must recognize the state we are, which is the state of human being. We have to come back to that level, we have to recognize that state first. And having recognized that state, God Himself will now take us from that state and elevate us. Why? Because the word of the Lord is very clear God looks at the proud from far away, but He gives grace to the humble, He gives grace to the humble to receive grace we have to be humble to walk with grace we have to remain humble when we have walked and we have become like the father again we have to remain humble that is what God expects from us humility is the only pathway to honor humility is the only pathway to glory humility is the only pathway to God approval that was what Jesus came to demonstrate to us so he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. He humbled himself, verse 8. I love verse eight so much. He said, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself until God saw him. God saw his state. And God decided to come and rescue him. God decided to come and rescue him. And so God wants us to be like that. We recognize the state we are." that we cannot come to God Jesus brought us there and as we keep looking to him he said they look to him and they are lightened and they are not ashamed looking to Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith as we keep looking to him it takes humility to keep looking it takes humility to keep looking at him it takes humility to ask him to help us through and as we look to him he will help us through in the name that is above every other name in the name of Jesus we will keep looking out to him humility will put us in that state humility will keep us in the state where we are looking to him verse 8 again and being found in appearance as a man he unbooed himself it was intentional that was intentional he had to unboo himself he has to remember where he was coming from and remember that oh somebody has helped me somebody has brought me to the place of righteousness somebody has helped me somebody is ready to help me i have no power to come to god on my own i have no power to be like god on my own i have only received what god has delivered to me what god has he has given me grace i have obtained mercy he said let us come boldly to the throne of grace because at the throne of grace we have obtained mercy and find grace and help in the time of need. And so we have received mercy because of what Jesus had done to us and we will continually gain grace to fulfill the purpose for which we are here as we continue in being humble. Grace is available for the humble man. Grace is available and all we need to have achieve what God wants us to achieve on earth is the grace of God is the grace of God for you are saved by grace through faith you are saved by grace through faith it's not by work let no man be boastful of this there's nothing we could have done on our own to achieve what God intends for us to come back to God Jesus did all and we'll continually depend on Jesus. We'll continually look up to Him. Submit our will. Let down our will. So that He can lift us up in the right time. Humble yourself before God. And in due time, He will lift you up. We will continually take that position. Seeing ourselves as the one that has failed God. But someone has come to restore us back to God. Jesus Christ. And to bring that to our present time, what we need to do, looking to Jesus is to continually look to his word. Look for his directives. Look for his instructions. Remember I said, man lost that ability to receive instruction from God, to rule here on earth. Man has been degraded. Man has taken the position that is lower than what God intended. Man begin to take instruction from the physical thing. Look at it today. That's what we do. We take instruction for the physical things and we neglect God. And so God is telling us, come back to me through Jesus Christ because no one could have come to Jesus except the Father draws him. So God has drawn us to his son, Jesus Christ. He puts everything in Christ Jesus at this end time. He has gathered everything in him so that whosoever come to him and obey him, takes instruction for him, will fulfill destiny. Will fulfill destiny. Will build the light of the world. Will be the salt of the earth. That is God's design for us. And so we'll continually take instruction from the Word of God, pray to Him in devotion to Him, pray to Him to help us, We draw our power to be able to do anything. And from the understanding of the Word of God, I will go ahead and fulfill whatever He tells you to do. Whatever He asks you to do, do. Whatever He asks you to do, do. That is the era we have. That is the New Covenant and the New Testament is all about. We understand what He's doing, we have an understanding of His word. We have direction and power to go about it through prayer, and we just go about doing it. And in the name of the Lord alone shall be glorified. And after we've done all He instructs us to do, we do not see it as our own power and our ability to do that. In ability, we still give all the glory and honor to Him. That is our honor. The honor of man is to give glory to God. The honor of man is to give glory to God. What man was created for is to give glory to God. This is a blessing. Humility is the attitude God is acting from you. Humility is the attitude God is acting from me. Humility must be constant in our life until our soul is saved and our body is saved. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Please, if you have been blessed, share with someone and let us continually borrow God's perspective So that we can enjoy all he has freely given to us. Because God has a perspective for all situation on earth. And as much as you can borrow, that is how much you can attain or you can enjoy all he has freely given to you. Till I see you on my next episode, remain blessed. Thank you for listening.